Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Underpaid and Underqualified Show with your hosts, John and Vince, where we pretty much just talk about whatever is on our mind given the current COVID pandemic. It definitely makes our work and job a little bit more challenging. But with that said, we still lead exciting lives, wouldn't you say, Vince? Yeah, it's funny. We say we talk about whatever we want, but really, it's uh, we we strategy. We put a lot of strategy every week to try to think of anything to say in these times. <laughs> Actually, we probably put in a lot more effort in planning now because of COVID than we ever did before, where we were really just flying the seat of our pants, really. Yeah, life just comes at you. It's easy to talk about stuff when, I don't know, when you don't have to stay indoors and debate with people whether or not masks are a good idea. <laughs> um, or whether masks, they- I think, are a terrible idea, Vince. They ruin my right to be free to breathe the air. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Thank you, John. <laughs> glad somebody's saying my stance. No, I don't okay. agree. Don't Please get, wear masks. <laughs> yeah, don't get triggered, our three listeners. Don't worry. I, I wear my mask, I promise. Yeah, no, definitely wear a mask. Be safe. Try to everything you can if possible. But yeah, yeah how how you doing, Vince? How have you been this week? I'm okay. Um, let's see. I've been fourth of July. This might be bad to confess, but I hung out with some friends, went to a friend's new place, but uh, we were smart about it, you know, stayed six feet apart, um, went to a park in Berkeley, and uh, you ever played a game called Impressions? Impressions? Yeah, that okay, actually no. might not be the actual name, because <laughs> as you can tell, I'm always prepared, but uh, it's funny, I should have probably played this game before we actually did our game episode, but played a new game on 4th of July, it's, uh, yeah, called it, was it Impressions? It might actually be called something else, <laughs> uh, but basically the game was, uh, it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity in that there's a deck um, with that'll be like accent cards and um, then there'll be like statement cards. And basically the, it's just like cards against humanity in that it spins and that everyone picks up uh, like a judge or a black card would in this case be like an accent card. And the accent card will be like, I don't know, Italian, German, um, redneck. And the sentences would also usually be like, I don't know, like really uh, awkward, not, natural tongue twisters that you would have to say and so everyone would just have to like read their sentence in the voice of the accent that everybody has to do and then there's a judge who picks someone but pretty fun game highly recommend it actually does sound fun and it also it makes it easier because like it tells you the accent and also the line to say because sometimes it's like hey can you say something and whatever right because like for me it's like i'm of like chinese descent so i can speak mandarin and so, so when people do say hey say something in chinese what do you want me to say <laughs> so I don't know. It's just like those little things where they put in the thought. I'm like, oh, that's actually pretty nice to have. Yeah. You would think it's, but it's, it, so I totally agree. Like, it is awkward when you have to like think of a sentence, but with these cards, the sentences they give, they're so awkward. You almost wish <laughs> you could think of something else to say because like, it's just like, so it's like hard to, it's let alone hard to do one accent, but hard to do an accent when you're doing this, like she sells seashells by the seashore kind of like word, but I don't know. Fun game. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Game, how about you how's your week yeah all right mine is eating working sleeping and lifting i've still just been playing destiny (laughs) i also did the math i'm averaging approximately 35 to 37 hours a week on this game all right it's almost like your full-time job now pretty much i should just start streaming it (laughs) i thought about it maybe that's how you'll become rich and famous and have to retire not this podcast but streaming legit thought about it but the hours that i do play i'm unable to fully express myself without disrupting my neighbors <laughs> so i definitely need better 
soundproofing in my room before doing that. Do streamers ever do silent? Do they ever just like play the game or do they always have commentary? They usually add the commentary because that's the thing. Because if you don't add commentary, then that means that you're basically streaming content. Well, a game not like this, not so much, but you're basically streaming copyright stuff. So mm. for the most part, people do have commentary. I mean, depending on the game, of course, because a lot of games will tell you, oh, recording unavailable right now because this is a uh, copyright. Yeah. And so it really depends on the game. And also commentary really adds to the flavor because it's like you can watch a gameplay or you watch a stream, which is, of course, it's more commentary. It's a little bit more live. You can chat. It's a little bit more. It can be more interactive depending on the streamer. And yeah, it's, it's like almost improv. In a yeah, way. I get that. That makes sense. That's uh, the singer of Trivium actually has like a Twitch account where he plays video games and like does commentary. So like randomly, in addition to all the music I see, he'll be like promoting his Twitch account for video games. I don't know there's definitely some basketball stars like during this global pandemic they're just like I have nothing better to do I'm gonna stream video games because a lot of athletes they don't have access to their original training equipment so they're like all right well I can I can do some conditioning but there's only so much I can do yeah that makes sense. I'm just use the rest of the time streaming video games yeah, that's going to be super interesting seeing, like, which athletes are, like, totally fat and out of shape by the time quarantine's over and which, like, just used it to, like, get way better and are ahead of the curve. Yeah, because it's unfortunate because some people are like, well, I live in an apartment where they don't have a basketball court. Like, yeah, it's a fancy apartment, but they just don't come with a basketball court. And since we're not allowed to go to the gyms and I can't go to parks, <laughs> I can't play because basketball is considered high risk because so much contact. Yeah, makes sense. It's well, like other – Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, no. Whereas other players are like, oh, yeah, no, I have a built whole, I have a full on built court gym in the back of my house because I have a mansion and I'm a well established, like, millionaire basketball player. So yeah. I just kind yeah, of think if you're in the NBA, you're like in the ladder where you have a mansion and like your own personal gym. Some, a lot players, of, some players say that's not the case. Yeah. So a lot of players do make that much more where they can build it, right? But others are like, they're just starting out a career. So they only made a couple million. Yeah, that's a, more money than most of us will ever see. But given the fact that some of them may be saving it or something, they, they're not putting uh, all in a fancy home with full amenities, right? Some people may be like just renting just a higher end apartment because they're only living there temporarily. And during the summer, they go back home. Yeah, that makes sense. And also living in the Bay Area, you'd probably need to be a millionaire to have a house in SF. <laughs> It's funny because um, there's a joke how the Warriors, because they're so injury prone this past season, they were recruiting players from the uh, D League or the G League. Uh-huh. And they're saying how like an official Warriors player and the G League players, their maximum salary cap is like 70, 80,000, which is more than most people in America. But for the Bay Area in certain counties, especially San Francisco, if you're not making 120,000, you're considered low income. Yeah. And so they're saying how like a Warriors player is making low income in san francisco <laughs> yeah that's that just shows how fucked we are as a society but uh did i ever tell you there's a player from my high school that's on the warriors now like not even in like the minor leagues but he's like starting and played in games oh shoot no who's he uh juan Toscano anderson he's like one of the first uh like kind of star like black mexican players too so kind of cool not familiar because i'm not, because the warriors have changed their roster so much because of injuries, I'm actually not very familiar with the current roster. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I never talked to him in high school. He was uh, one year below me, but pretty cool either way. It's like 
he looked like a basketball player. You just saw him and you're like, dude, you look like you should be in the NBA. You do not look like you're under 18. Hey, if he didn't excel in the NBA, like, I mean, NBA-level excel, then I'm sure that he's going to – it's easy to really pull for, like, a hometown kid, you know, homegrown yeah. player. Yeah, totally. He always seems super nice. I just never talked to him. But, yeah, and he's it's, – it's funny when you meet someone who's a year younger than you but looks, like, 10 years older just because they're so fit and tall, you know? Oh, yeah, no, it's weird. Because, like, right now in the NBA, a lot of them are, like, younger than me. And I'm just staring at them like, I remember when I looked up to basketball players. Now I'm just like, this is weird. But I'm and, not like, to think too much. And quarterbacks in the NFL, like Patrick Mahomes, isn't he, like, what, 24, 25, something like that? I know his contract. So by the time before, like, he hits, like, 35 or something, whatever, <laughs> like, the joke was, he's going to be half a – he's going to make half a billion dollars just by his football contract alone if he stays healthy yeah i heard about that 10-year contract he said it was like 400 million or something like that oh they upped it it was 503 it <laughs> was 450 but the latest report is 503 dude at that point when it's 400 million to 500 like what dude if i saw 400 i'd be like dude fine yeah done sold i don't need any more i'm fine like what more do you need that like is such a difference between 400 and 500 What's crazy about his contract is he gets 135 or something guaranteed. So, like, a lot of players, it's like, okay, well, if I get injured, right, I'm promised a certain amount of money, but I'm not going to get the full thing. It's kind of like uh, insurance policy almost, right? So, the 135, sorry, that's the secure amount or that's the amount that he – That's a secure amount. Oh, dude, fuck it. I'll take that. I'm fine. <laughs> so, if you were to get a career – God forbid, a career-ending injury – yeah, like He's still Alex. guaranteed that much money, which is more than most players are guaranteed. Yeah. Speaking of injury, I mean, yeah, that would suck if that happened. But did you ever see the Alex Smith injury? The guy who used to be the 49ers and then the, the Chiefs quarterback? Yeah. Uh, I don't – it sounds familiar. And I remember, like, when he came back, he was never the same. Yeah, most recently. So he uh, had some, an injury again, let's see, 2018 – I'm looking on Wikipedia right now. It was a compound fracture to his right leg, which led to life-threatening sepsis that required 17 surgeries. Can you imagine 17 goddamn surgeries? And it was all just to make sure he didn't amputate his leg. Like, let a, like forget playing football at that point. Dude, like, that's – fuck. <laughs> you know? At that point, I'm just like, I, I hope that you, you, you didn't waste your money, and I hope that you have a speedy recovery because that's all I can say at that point. Yeah, that sucks, man. That's that's I can't imagine like one surgery. That's the highlight of my like my decade, like in terms of like any medical related thing. But seventeen, like just imagine like the fifteenth. What are you thinking? Like, oh, here we go again. You know, Jeez. at that point, you're kind of just wondering like, is it even worth it? It's for a lot of people. It's like, oh, if it's minor injury, minor surgery, it's like, all right, I can probably keep going, right? But if it's like a major life threatening surgery, it's like, all right, I'm on borrowed time at this point. Yeah, it's it, it was a sur- seventeen surgeries just to make sure he still had his leg. Like that's that's freaky. But anyways, on a bright note like that, <laughs> let's talk about something a little less dark, but uh, still maybe sometimes frustrating. You want to introduce it, John? Yeah. So Vince, I, I decided to take your advice most recently, and was it towards the end of May, beginning of June? I don't really recall the time anymore. Actually, no, it was sometime in May. I decided, all right, I'm gonna try dating apps again. Girls are, I'm sure at this point, are a little bit more desperate. I'm a little bit older because men are like wine. The older you get, the more value you have, right? Well, 
Not always, but I'm sure that could be true for many people. The older you right. get, we're just the fatter and more bloated and beer belly and lazier you get. I've actually lost 12 to 13 pounds during this COVID, so. Nice. There you go. Um. Yeah, no, anyways. So I'm like thinking, all right, I'm try it again. It's been a while. Maybe I have a new perspective on life. I have a new perspective on this whole online dating thing, and maybe my luck might change. might be better. And so I decided to try online dating again. I even tried the free trial for Coffee Meets Bagel where you can try it for one week without paying to see if you like the feature. You know yeah. what I've concluded, Vince? What's that, Ja? I am still a jaded motherfucker. <laughs> Not happy. So if we're doing like a satisfied rating, you know, like when you finish a plane service, there's like, how satisfied were you with your service? Highly satisfied, mildly satisfied, satisfied, neutral, not so satisfied, really not satisfied. What would you say your satisfied scale is, Jeff? So I've, I've completed a few of those surveys already for Coffee Meets Bagel, and they've asked, so how are you enjoying our app? And I've literally responded with, not sure of ugly or bad personality, <laughs> but not having good conversations at all. Conversations end. Wait, is, that, is it a multiple choice thing or that's your No, answer? it's a, it's a, I think, I forgot how the question is done or the survey is done, but there's definitely a fill in the blank, uh, uh, free, okay. free form text. Oh, I thought that was like a multiple choice. <laughs> I have an ugly personality, so it's not working for me. Not happy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I legitimately wrote that. I, I pretty much just said, I'm not sure if it's me, but I'm not having a good time right now. You know, Joe, as your friend, I know you. I'm going to say it's not you. How about that? Thanks, Vince. Thanks. First, first sentimental moment in almost a year of podcasting. <laughs> my, uh, my, so I shared my profile with a friend right and so she met her boyfriend and how did they meet oh some random holiday party or something like that right but then her boyfriend used to be part of coffee news bagel and was like uh, he was on there for a little bit and he also apparently did the paid version for an extended period of time mm-hmm. and so she's like all right send me screenshots of your profile uh, i'm gonna take a look i'm gonna have my boyfriend take a look and see what's up and then when she came back to me she's like okay, my boyfriend said that you pretty much hit all the check marks, like uh, interesting profile, good pictures. And then she's like, yeah, honestly, just looking at your profile, it sounds very attractive as a person. And mm-hmm. I'm like, interesting. <laughs> Still not getting matches. And so like Coffee Meets Bay, right? There's a, fe- there's a part where if you are subscribed to their features, they'll tell you who liked you. And so like early on when I started out, I was getting a couple matches here and there, which I'll get to in a moment of how that, went down mm-hmm. and then so uh the feature was like who liked you and for those seven days guess how many people liked me vince um so if you're asking me to guess i'm gonna guess that you're trying to make an impression that it wasn't super high but i don't want to be super mean and say like <laughs> none so i'm gonna say three well the answer was none <laughs> okay <laughs> well at least i didn't look like a dick so yeah so that's, that's all i really care about so the answer was none and i'm like all right that's a big shot at my whatever's left of my ego and yeah so now i guess i might be a good time to segue to yeah i I also have hinge and so right now i currently have two very different opinions of both apps very different means of uh of finding a match and at this point i feel like i am jaded and i hate both with a passion that burns of a thousand suns so you hate both, but you have different opinions of each? Different reasons why I hate them. <laughs> it's kind of funny. So, okay, scale 1 to 10, 10 being like, 
hate it like a Dodgers fan hates the Giants and vice versa, or want, we'll, we'll say one being like how I like Dark. <laughs> what would uh, your opinion on both apps be, scale one to ten? I'm going to say probably like a six or a seven on how much I hate it because I still need it at this point. <laughs> so I can't hate it too much. To stay entertained during a quarantine. But at the same time, it's like, well, probably have you, I would have a little bit more fun if the conversations actually led anywhere or um, if I had any damn matches. Yeah. So I have two thoughts on that. So I think there's one detail that will make it should lift your spirits up that was left out, but your range of like girls that you're looking for is a little more specific than at least mine was for sure. And I think a lot of guys out there who claim to get a lot of matches and like brag and boast about that. Uh, Cause your range, what, what was, how many miles? 50? 50. Okay. But the uh, age, what was it again? 23, 24 to like 30. Okay. So mine <laughs> was like, I think 21 to 97. I made a hard cut at 97. I ain't have no 98 girls. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, and then I think this is going to get a weird subject that in 2020, hopefully we don't get canceled for hashtag cancel, cancel culture. But, um, uh, there's also an option on coffee meets bagel where you can select any races that you want to be matched with. And I think you specifically do Asian, right? Just Asian. And uh, for coffee meets bagel, I did Asian and Caucasian. And for hinge, I did Asians. Okay. There you go. So I think that probably limits your pool a pretty significant amount. Cause from what I recall, and even on Tinder, I felt like I just probably live in the Bay Area where it feels like it's mostly white people. I mostly saw white people, but I guess I don't know, that'd be a good question. I don't know if Asians or I guess Asians would be second place, but I don't know. So I think those specific parameters might make it a little more difficult to like get a whole giant pool of people that you can be matched with. And during quarantine, there is also the question. I, wa- I would be super curious to see like research on like if people are actually using dating apps or if a lot of people are like, well, we're not going to do anything during quarantine. So fuck this, you know? Yeah. I mean, no, no, to be fair, I think those are two very limited things that I have. So one is ethnicity. It's not as broad as may, some people may be. And also I have the, uh, the, the religion <laughs> label as well, which actually can be a turn off for some people. And also a limiting factor for me on my pool. So yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That does limit the options for sure. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if that's what you're looking for, then it is good to like, you know, if it's important to you, then you should for sure say that. But I guess it's just kind of the like push and pull that like, if you're going to get more specific, you're going to have like a smaller pool of people. So, but I I think we all go through that struggle. Like, do you ever feel like you had to dumb down your bio or like things you talk about? Because I felt like when I had apps, I would, if I would talk about something I was super passionate about, like hypothetically, like if I was still on the apps, you know how obsessed about the TV show Dark I was. Maybe I say like a thing about the TV show Dark on my bio or like that I like it. Like how many people do you think like girls in the Bay Area would be like, oh yeah, I love that show too. You know, like, and then how many people conversely, if I said fan of The Office would say like, oh yeah, I love that show. Like it's a pretty different amount. You know, do you ever feel like you got to dumb down your bio to like say stuff you're not as passionate about to appeal to more people? Yes. So for example, going off of that similar example, which is, I love comics. I love superhero stuff. I love the nerdy stuff. But then when you look at me, I don't give off the impression that I'm into that scene. Right. Um, I can also talk about sports. So it's like, I, I also have a wide variety of things, but yeah, comic books is one of my favorite things. And the second I start talking about the more nerdy stuff, even gaming, then it's, I've actually dated a girl where it's like, 
yeah, your profile mentioned gaming. I have an issue. She didn't say that, but she was just like, yeah, that's not a, that's not a plus for me. That's a negative, a major negative. Wait, she, she said that or didn't say that? She did say that. She said like, you're, you had a lot of good qualities, but I really am not into guys who are into gaming. That wasn't the reason why she wasn't interested in me, but that was something that she pointed out. And I'm like, yeah, good luck finding a dude who doesn't play video games. Well, and <laughs> I'm like, there, there are those guys. Yeah. But good luck anyways. Yeah, that is harder, I feel like, to find. Funny enough, I just ordered two PlayStation 2 controllers. <laughs> so that kind of shows you how up on video games I am. I'm actually surprised at why you decided to order two PlayStation 2 controllers, which we digress, but anyways. Yeah, literally, I'll just tell you quickly. Basically, uh, I wanted to play Christine in Dragon Ball Z games. <laughs> You know, other things right. to do during quarantine. All right, fair enough. Hey, she's probably getting stir crazy enough where she's willing to try a lot more different new things. Yeah, and she's very kind, so she'll put up with it. But um, what was I going to say? So I think you mentioned this before, but um, so the thing I was going to say, I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> so I'm you down say- like three notes. <laughs> No, I was going to say something else that just came to mind that we had previously talked about before. So I'm going to segue by throwing you the ball again and see if I can remember <laughs> what I was going to originally say and later bring it up. In the meantime, if you have anything else to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I have tons to say. Um, All right, bring it on, man. All right. So I got um, three matches, three different girls. Okay. I'm like, all right, cool. And they're all pretty attractive, and they all seem to have, they all seem to have some quality aspect that I like about them. First and last right. name each. <laughs> well. Because we're all about professionalism here, I will not say their names. Instead, I will allocate them as how I would describe them at this point. Okay. One girl's. Do you know the term weeb? No, I'm gonna Urban Dictionary it right now. Weeb. Right. Weeb. So, weeb? yes, I think. Okay. Yeah. That's her. The other one is. How should I name her? Flaky. I'm gonna call her Flaky. Okay. And third one, silent. And mm-hmm. I'm going to get to all of them. Anyway, so I'm going to go Weeb Girl. Weeb Girl is, once you look up the Urban Dictionary definition, I'm just going to tell our audience. Person who's into, anime. yeah, into anime. She is very into that stuff. I'm like, cool. I like anime. Let's talk about it. And so we start talking about, uh, apparently she goes to Japan like every year, year and a half. And I'm like, cool. I just came back from Japan in January. Can we talk about that? And when I started talking about that, she just like shut, ghosted immediately. Mm. And I'm like, all right, I have no idea what your deal is. Were you talking for a long time before that or just like a... I think not much. Yeah. It was a couple exchanges and I'm like, I was trying to get to know her, right? Trying to like, all right, let's find that common. Let's start a conversation, right? Because girls like to talk. Girls want to talk about things. Unless they're, they're always talking about, like, I want a guy who can hold a conversation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to dig. Help me help you. <laughs> yeah. That so, actually, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, that actually reminds me of the thing I was going to say. Is this a case? What I was going to say earlier is there's sometimes where you can find a, somebody who, like, has, like, shared interests and you think, okay, we're going to hit it right off the bat. And then, you talk further and then like, wow, it's so weird. We have these, like, we objectively like certain things, but personality wise just does not mesh. But sometimes you wouldn't think sometimes you go into dating thinking, okay, as long as a person likes X, X and X and likes watches X, X, X TV shows, 
that sounded like I just said porn. <laughs> XXX. Sorry. Um, well, There's just, a porn version of everything you've seen. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So as long as they watch, you know, certain shows, like certain things, you think you'll hit it off. But then personality-wise, doesn't click. Is that the case with this chick? Kind um, of? I I wouldn't say that just because like I, I that would inqu- require me to talk to her more. But she ghosted me. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, no. So it's like yeah, it's definitely thinking like. Oh, I think we do have something in common. Let's let's talk about. It. Let's explore. Like, to what degree you like it, and hopefully that becomes. Oh, we lead to one thing to another, like a bad YouTube or a Wikipedia search. Where, oh my gosh, you might want to watch this video, or oh hey, look at this article linked to that resource. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I didn't get there, and so this is where my bitterness is slowly festering. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I've become more jaded. <laughs> That's fair, honestly. I, I, you probably remember the way I described 2018. I said it was the year that made me hate women. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like, it, it's one of those things where it's, I, it's like I'm trying to understand the female perspective of this, but given how like just bad my experience has been, is really I'm really having a hard time sympathizing with you people. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? No, I'm just kidding. Um. Do you, uh, so what, okay, one way that made me kind of like deal with it or rationalize it better is sometimes I would look at like, I would, I mean, I, we've all been ghosted a million times, so you're totally not alone. Sometimes when I've been ghosted, I would, initially I would think like, man, it's so unfair. Like I'm such a, I try to be such a nice guy and yeah, I'm getting this shit. I don't deserve it. You know, all this stuff in my head. And then I would think I would like objectively look at another conversation where a girl like in the past and messaged me and then we talked for a bit and then I just realized it wasn't going anywhere. So I don't reply and be like, Oh wait, I ghosted someone a while ago. So I've done fucked up things too. Okay. Maybe this is karma for what I did. You ever think like that? Or maybe you've never ghosted anyone. <laughs> um, there's definitely been a couple times where like I have ghosted somebody, but because like I knew that, uh, you know what? I didn't like being ghosted. I'm going to be a little bit more upfront. I'm going to be a little bit more honest about this and just be like, Hey, you know, I'm, I don't think I'm really interested. Thank you. Good luck. That's good. Yeah. So be a little bit more honest about it. And so, which brings me up to my next story. Flaky. <laughs> She's not flaky. And you, like, Dandra Flaky. I just realized after I made that nickname up, I was like, oh, it's probably not a good name. <laughs> That's hilarious. I always think, I mean, I was thinking of Flaky as in, you know, not hanging out and ditching, but I'm going to think of her as Dandruff now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, this is why I should not be an improv. I'm just terrible at it. <laughs> Oh, really? uh, my dreams of being a comedian i think you're there. i think you're halfway there funny enough i was watching uh you know netflix has an improv thing uh ben schwartz and thomas middlevich from silicon valley they have three episodes where they just do improv no i actually was not aware of this well anyways i don't want to get too distracted but yeah recommend it might be interesting <laughs> but yeah, anyway, no. anyway back to flaky sorry flaky all righty um she takes a little bit to respond back, right? We match. She seems interesting. She's a grad student from Berkeley. All right, cool. She's cute enough. She's attractive enough. And then so she takes a minute to respond, and I take also a minute to respond because I'm getting annoyed, right? This is just more and more stuff that's building up on top of each other. And then, Quick question. So, when you say a minute, do you mean literally a minute or like a few hours? Like a few days. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> like she took a few days. Bagel, you only have seven days, man. No, exactly. So she took a few days to respond. I took a few days to respond because I was a little bit bitter. So granted, whatever. Anyways, so this is her last message to me. Keep in mind, I will say this much. It's very honest of her. But this is her message. 
Okay. Hi, sorry, but I'm actually moving from SF kind of last minute since school is basically canceled. Didn't want to ghost you, but just letting you know. Nice meeting you, though. Mm. And so I'm like, all right, to be fair, she didn't technically ghost me, and she was very upfront about it. But yeah. also, just keep in mind from my perspective where it's kind of like every match is like talking to paint dry, to like basically telling paint to dry. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I don't know how that's supposed to make me feel, but it makes me feel worse. Huh. I almost, do you think, so you think you would have felt better if she hadn't said that, if she had just ghosted you? I think, one, the fact that she took so many days to respond mm-hmm. was really, okay, the fact is that she didn't really ghost me, right? She was still responding to me. Mm-hmm. And it was just a matter, I also responded back. It took us long. So technically it wasn't ghosting, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be honest, like, if she ghosted me, I definitely would be bitter, but not as bitter. But because, like, she was still responding, though it took days, it was, like, kind of just, like, me raising my hands in the air, like, what what just happened? <laughs> what? Like, yeah, sure, I get it, because, like, a lot of students have to make this transition right now. A lot of people are moving back home because, like, well, there's no school. Everything's virtual. Why should I even be here anymore? I don't need to pay rent. I get it. With that said, why are you on the dating app? Why are you even responding to people? You're just, it just goes back. It's like, oh, you're just as shallow as another guy who, as any other guy who's just messing around on this thing. Yeah. Yeah, I got mixed feelings. I think that is better, but it is a sense of like, what are we doing here? Why would you even like get on these apps? But I mean, maybe the fact that maybe she took so long to reply because she was like in the process of moving. And then maybe part of her, like, maybe she accidentally, I don't know, there's a million reasons. I'm, like, thinking of, like, alternate possibilities. Like, she accidentally meant to set her settings for, like, wherever she was moving to. She didn't know she'd have Marina to- Del Rey. <laughs> Where is that? that L- Rey? Uh, L.A. L.A. area. Oh, okay. Well, you're from L.A. <laughs> Just tell her you really live there. <laughs> I, I don't exactly live there right now. Better yet, you should have told her, oh, fun, funny fact, I'm actually moving back in a week, too. <laughs> So, uh, see you there? See you in uh, Santa Monica? <laughs> yeah, just see your response. Like, if she responds and keeps talking, that's how you know it was genuine. If she, like, drops it still, that's how you know it was a lie. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it was just very, like, yeah, no, I do understand you're probably moving. It was probably last minute. You're probably taking care of stuff, right? Crossing T's, dying your eyes. I get it. But keep in mind that this is added on to all my other frustration. And it's like, oh, great, another one. Oh, great, another one. Yeah. I kind of, I get that too. I think a similar metaphor could be like, if you're applying for a job and then like you keep getting a million rejections and then there's like a company that you like interview for, you think you get it. And then at last minute, they're like, oh, we actually decided we're not going to have this roll up in, but thanks for your time. If we find a fit, we'll like let you know. It's like, it's ambivalent. It wasn't related to you, but at the end of the day, it's still technically an L, you know? Yeah, no, no, actually that's a very good analogy. It's very similar to how I would feel. Yeah, it's not relevant for me now, but that actually happened to me in the past. <laughs> 2018. Oh, I think you told me about this. Uh, possibly. Yeah, anyways. Last last match that I've had. Um, wasn't it? Oh, Silent. That's the name I gave her. Reason why is this? Sorry. So Coffee Meets Bagel, they said, all right, because... Yeah, right, that's the reason. <laughs> hmm? 
She's deaf. That's the reason, right? <laughs> no, because she's like, like, all right, the last girl took days to respond. This person took more days to respond. And so, yeah, so you're right. You said earlier that coffee means bagel. The chat is only open for seven days. And that's the only window you get. Otherwise, it closes and you have to pay or whatever to continue the chat. Um, with her. Kept the chat going. She took days, several days to respond. And I'm like, all right, you're attractive. You look like you have a stable job. I'm interested. Took days. And then like, coffee's bagel. They're like, oh, because of COVID, we're extending all chats an extra three days. Hmm. Cool. Okay. I'm a straight up ask her, do you want to do a webcam date? Guess what she says? Uh, nothing. If her name's exactly. silent. Silent. <laughs> That's why I call her silent. And I'm like, all right, cool. Ghosted. <laughs> and also, so Coffee Music Eagle has this thing where it's like, oh, you can uh, see how long it takes for matches to respond. Uh, the statistics of them uh, responding to chats when they, if they do send the first message and how long it takes for them to respond. Wow. Her average time was like 12 to 13 hours or something. <laughs> Jeez. Well, all right. Well, do you think she's busy? Does she have a hard job? <laughs> What I noticed is that she wasn't texting their weekdays. She was texting in the weekends. But even then, they were like one message every like three to four days. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, cool. When she ghosted. When she would reply, would it be like paragraphs or would it be just like, haha, lol? In between. Okay. Huh. So like, was it, was it interesting? Like if you had to rate her conversation when she did talk. Like, would it be fine if she did just, like, reply the way she did, but, like, regularly? Um, let me think. I think, all right, if she didn't take so long to reply, right, I think I, I was okay with her responses because she was asking me, like, because I made um, a pass up my profile, like, oh, I need a haircut because of COVID. I did get a haircut, and I posted that as a new profile pic of, like, before and after picture, right? How unruly I look, and now a little bit cleaner I look. And she's like, oh, yeah, so how, how'd your haircut turn out? So I responded with, like, oh, yeah, I grew to like it. Definitely there's some days where I didn't like it as much. But, yeah, no, I, I ended up liking it. Um, and then I was like, all right, so you want to do a webcam thing? Because this timer is about to end. <laughs> no response. So I'm like, maybe if she was a little bit more frequent with her, her responses, I wouldn't be as butthurt. Yeah. I feel that. Did you, I mean, one thing that I would do in those situations when the chat would close, I would just throw kind of a Hail Mary. I'd be like, well, it looks like this chat's about to close. If you want to continue the conversation, here's my number. And that kind of like puts the ball back in their court. And there were some times they would like respond back and then there's sometimes they wouldn't. So I don't know, kind of like, that's kind of the, to me, that was like the way I could tell if they wanted to keep talking, kind of put it on them. Yeah, no, I've definitely done that a few times where I actually have given out my number and it's worked zero out of every time <laughs> yeah well how long have you so so this started since may so this has been like what two months all right if we're supposed to actually talk about real weeks let's say give or take six to seven weeks so far i've been on dating after six to seven weeks been trying to filter through matches and this is where uh this is where i start venting about the difference between coffee meets bagel and hinge so i've been getting all these matches on coffee meets bagel for hinge I can understand the perspective where these girls are seeing a lot more guys. So it's harder to get to my profile. Right. So unless I show my abs 
or I'm flaunting that I'm like a doctor or a lawyer or some type of high paying person. Uh-huh. Yeah, those are girls probably gonna pass me up to see the next profile. It's easier to like go through profiles and hinge. Whereas coffee means bagel, they serve you these matches. It's a little bit easier. Click like or not, and then you gotta wait till the next day. You really gotta put a little bit more thought into this. Wow, that's hinge. funny. I, I actually had the opposite experience. <laughs> hinge really? was like hinge I could get matches easier because um because of the, like the captions that were like they weren't your typical like oh I like craft beer, I like hiking, it'd be like, I don't know. Uh, two truths and a lie something like that like or just an- usually answers like that I could either like comment on a girl's answer with a question or like she would comment on my answer more likely you know I don't know yeah, do, you have, do you comment on answers much or yeah I try I, I try to respond back to some of their questions like oh yeah tell me more about this or like uh, there's one person who, who's a doctor and she's like yeah Sundays I go to church but sometimes unfortunately I have to go to work well she said less words than that, but I'm like, oh, how do you, how, how do you keep keeping sane? And thank you for your services as a doctor. Um, yeah. What have you been doing really for self-care and self-care and stuff? Go uh, left. I'm assuming on red at this point, but um, yeah, trying to be caring, trying to really answer stuff on their profiles. Right. And so what I don't like about hinge is I got to put in more work <laughs> where it's like, I got to go out. I, as opposed to sending a like, they like me back. Boom. There's a match. There's a, there's the chat channel. Whereas hinge is like, all right, I got it. I got to do the work. <laughs> uh, it's, and so like, there's definitely girls where like, I right, put a lot of thought into this. I'm going to really try to reach out to them. Cause they appealed to me. Guess how many matches I got on hinge since I started hinge again, officially. I'm going to go with this tried and true number that I used last time. Three, <laughs> zero. <laughs> Well, again, that's only been two months to me. I mean, and you had a lot more specific of focus than I had. I kind of was like, whatever, man, bring it up. <laughs> no, it is. I'm trying to be understanding that, all right, statistically, there's less fish in the barrel. There's less likely I'm going to get a catch. I get it. Trust me. <laughs> it's a number gosh, does it not help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all been bummed. I, I feel it. I was there. Um, you ever feel like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm convinced I'm going to die single and alone. <laughs> I'm thoroughly convinced more than ever. Each passing day, each passing week, ah. my firm belief that I will die single. I told you I got a friend that I could see you with. Remember? <laughs> Only problem is she has a boyfriend. <laughs> What's funny is, um, all right, so I, I don't mind dating a little bit above me, right? As I'm approaching the ripe old age of 28. And so for me, it's like, I, I don't mind dating two years above me. And since like this calendar year, I'm going to turn 28. That means 30. And so Coffee Means Bagel is serving me people in their 30s, 30 to 35 for some reason, mm-hmm. in the Discover feature. So if you're not familiar with that, it's pretty much, hey, here's some people that you might be interested in. They don't fit your profile at all. But hey, you might be interested. Give it a look. All right. Oh, there's a lot of people there in their 30s that look very attractive. With that said, damn, am I getting old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time. Does keep, I feel like my sense of time's distorted too. Like I keep thinking like, oh, I got the whole day. It'll be fine. And then it's like six o'clock. So I like, I, I like base my sense of how fast I should work based on how time feels and time keeps slipping away and going by <laughs> faster and faster, which everyone says and everyone knows. Do you feel like that way with dating? Like you ever feel like, oh shit, another year's gone by still on coffee meets bagel. Don't remind me. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I guess you kind of did just illustrate that point. I was just trying to think of something to say in conversation. 
no it's it is it is like all right so um there may be like i take a break whether it be because I, i'm sick of the apps or like oh i was kind of like on and off seeing somebody and then jumping back in again it's like all right back here again old friend it's like going it's like trying to be in trying to do alcohols anonymous aa <laughs> at the end of the year you wind up in the same city dive bar and the bartender is like usual the usual like toxic drink to put you in the mood <laughs> i just realized how terrible this example is <laughs> no, i think it makes sense you're falling off the wagon you want your happy medicine that's not really happy for you and uh, as soon as you get that first drink and you're at the bar in a dimly lit night we'll say like it's a tuesday you know not even a saturday a popular night it's just you at the bar completely tuesday late. night let's try tuesday noon that's <laughs> yeah, better tuesday noon <laughs> and uh then slowly in the background over the jukebox just you in the bar you hear the simon and garfunkel hello darkness my old friend <laughs> pretty much and the reason why i say noon is just because coffee meets big old resets on noon <laughs> <laughs> and you're, it's like 11 45 and you're just like you hate the fact that your hand is like itching waiting those 15 minutes for the next match to swipe <laughs> oh gosh no it is literally that relationship right now with dating apps and it's yeah no you ever felt like though when things are like peak bad randomly something just comes along like you've kind of developed a state of learned helplessness and you're over it and then something good comes along Okay, the fact that I haven't reached that point means I'm still not at that point. Well, maybe Meaning not. Meaning that this is a darker descent than I thought. <laughs> maybe not necessarily in the sense of dating, but like in other walks of life, maybe a job or like, a, I don't know, like a physical achievement you wanted to do or like a grade. No, maybe. It's more like when I don't think about it and it's like a nice surprise, then I'm like, oh, well, I didn't realize that was going to happen. Yeah, so I think that. that's exactly the way I treated the apps personally. I like didn't like... So by the like I said, 2018, uh, I'll dub it the year that almost made me hate women because obviously I don't hate women, but it was frustrating. I'll say that I totally went through everything you're going through, um, and even worse, just like other things that would come up that would just be like, "Are you fucking kidding me? How is this a thing? How is this a personality trait that I'm not going to go into?" But um, <laughs> by the time like September, October rolled around, I was just like jaded and like gave up and like didn't even check the apps. And then you know, obviously that's when my Christine. So, and that was at a time where I uh, cared a lot less about the app. So it wasn't as big of a thing. So then, you know, this thing's kind of organically happened. And uh, I think to me, at least like, I think the way you said it earlier is the perfect way to kind of look at the apps. Like don't kind of look at them as something to like use every day, but just kind of have them there. And then it's a pleasant surprise if anything shows up, you know, but at the same time, I get why that's hard during quarantine when there's not much to do. It's very easy to pick up your phone and just be like, well, I haven't swiped on anyone in the last two minutes, you know? <laughs> you know, before I would go through the the CMB's um, discovery feature, I'm like, all right, this person, I'll probably, because I've, so what CMB does is to get, entice people to come back, they'll give you beans, basically their in-app currency. And so yeah. because I've been away for so long, I've accrued so many free courtesy beans for me to spend. And I'm like, all right, so I have a lot. And so I've spent a little bit of it. Sounds like um, frequent flyer miles. You just accumulated them. <laughs> frequent failure miles. Anyways. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I have a bit. So I go and discover him. Like, all right, so this person I may be interested. All right, I'll spend some beans to like this profile, this extra profile that I'm basically served. Mm-hmm. I stopped going through that. <laughs> I, I just thought, I, I've noticed that it's the, the selection has gotten wider from when I first started. I'm like, here's some, like, 
this extra matches that you probably won't fit you. Mm. It's gotten longer, but mm. I've stopped looking at it because I'm like, all right, well, I discourage myself any further. Yeah. Well, I, I'll just I'll just take the uh, the usual, stick to the usual of like number of served bagels. <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do. I would never use the beans. I don't know. That was like. I felt like the beans were just too much to keep track of. And then I also saw myself like, am I really getting invested in beans on a fucking app that just wants me to pay more money? So I was like, fuck this. You know, well, they gave me a ton of courtesy free ones. So it's jokes on you. Yeah. <laughs> jokes on me. <laughs> jokes on all of us. Cause we're stuck in quarantine and the world is the way it is. Um, but, uh, how many matches? So not matches. How many, like, uh, what's your batch per day? Like how many, like, Oh, when I first started, it was like 20. Like in, in May, it was like 20. Okay. Today, it was like six. Yeah, that was the way, that was the same way for me too. Um, well, I, well, okay, it started out as 20, and then I wondered why it dwindled so much. And then I think it's because I had it open to anyone pretty much. I don't know. But have you thought about like changing your setting? I bet at the same time, do you think you would – like, is it a hard thing for you where you're like, yeah, I'm pretty confident. Think, I'm pretty, like, set in my settings. I'm pretty set with my settings. Okay. I think that's it. And so the only two things I can think of right now is is that I need to go see a life coach to change my entire personality and look, outlook on life. <laughs> so I have a brainwashing boot camp to be a more optimistic, human, attractive being. <laughs> Something with confidence. I don't think it's you. I think it's, I think it's the world, Ja. <laughs> the alternative is I go to Korea because they're bigger on plastic surgery and pay for some plastic surgery oh i forgot the third option steroids or moving to another place you ever so you're okay i don't think you can do this with coffee meets bagel and hinge but when i was bored i would uh switch my location been there done that you've done that before been there done that. <laughs> it's kind of fun right seeing what people are like in other cities yeah no it, it's given my settings it's okay so when i was in new orleans i'm like all right What's what's the catch? What's what's the uh, options out here in New Orleans? Looked at it. Wow. Not really that many matches. <laughs> or like, there's the options were so few. Oh, interesting. But I, and I and I'm from SoCal, so I've all right. Do my hometown. Change my hometown. Funny thing. Hey, wait. I remember you from high school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Didn't do anything. But yeah. Wow. I, did you wait? Did you actually match with the person, or they just no, no, no? I just it, it just showed up, and I'm like, all right, you know, enough, enough playing around the dating apps today. This just got way too real. Did you swipe right? <laughs> I didn't. No, just because I was like, all right, you know, I don't want to deal with this awkward conversation later on. I feel that. Yeah, ultimately, it kind of goes nowhere because it's like, okay, I'm not moving to where you are. I kind of just did this as an experiment, but I don't know. Do you ever try New York? I remember when I was in New York for like two days, just looking at all the like. Uh, people on Tinder, I was like, God damn, I used to think I wasn't like terrible looking, but everybody here feels like a fucking supermodel. I don't know if Tinder's just showing me like the cream of the crop or what's going on, but everyone here looks like they should be in fucking GQ magazine or something. They might be New York, just telling of the city and how seedy it is. Yeah. That, yeah I guess. I was, have you been to New York much? I've only been there once. Did you feel that way though? Did you try it on the app when you were there? No, this was before dating apps for me. So I, I've been to New York once. It was I was still in college and I really went as a tourist and just did the whole tourist scene, really. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, I, I, I've 100. I think we've all 100% been where you're, uh, where you've been too. And I've had friends who have been single for like, like, I don't even know, six, seven years at this point sometimes. But uh, so you, you had a girlfriend what, 2017, 16, 15? Yeah, ballpark then actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, so I mean, I, there's people who've had it worse. I think. It's nice to know that you're, I mean, what you're going through isn't like, it's just you, everyone's been through it, you know? No, it's definitely something that everybody has gone through. And it's, it's sad to say is that it's become, it's making me more and more jaded over time. As, yeah. as bad as that is, it's just because like, all right, I do understand that like, yeah, I'm a little bit, a little bit more picky than most people. That's everyone's right to their own preferences. Um, but it's like, dang discouragement after discouragement after discouragement times three yeah yeah it's i think that's why i got so you know it's hard to say it's just like i think i had to when i kind of like had those situations it it does sometimes you kind of have to like look and be like okay what vibe am i putting out and then sometimes if you feel like this is the most honest vibe of who i am i'm not going to change anything then it's i guess you gotta gotta just like kind of stake your ground and be like not changing whatever happens when it happens it'll happen you know but i yeah, think no, go ahead go sorry i'm just gonna say and concluding i just think a large a huge part of probably the dissatisfaction is quarantine related so i would just i don't know i just wouldn't think too heavily about it because i i'm sure so many girls are like i'm not even gonna try the dating apps because like there's no point you know type of thing yeah no it's it's definitely weird anyways so I think at the end of the day, no, it's definitely focusing on like it'll happen when it happens, but yeah. definitely until then, it does not make it any easier. <laughs> yeah, I remember I, the worst I ever had it. I don't know if you've ever felt this. I remember I, well, I used to, I still kind of had this issue, but uh, concerts aren't happening right now. But it, sometimes I would have trouble finding people to go to shows with because I, I have kind of a little bit of a unique sense of music where like not. I have friends that like certain genres, like, you know, you and me, we like pop punk, but like at the same time, you don't like the like indie bands I like for the most part and metal bands. Uh, so I kind of have that with like every friend. So sometimes I'd have trouble finding people to go to shows and some of the bands I would want to be see would be super expensive. So by default, I would go to shows alone. And I remember I saw a band that you ever been to the chapel in SF? I, yes, I have. I have actually. Yeah. So I went to a venue there. I saw this uh, kind of like surfer indie rock band and just like, it felt like, it felt like I was going to see a fucking like rom-com because everybody that was there, it was a guy and girl together, you know, like all couples. And I felt like the one like sore thumb sticking out. So yeah. So do you ever feel like that at like certain events? And that's plunged darker, deeper into the dark subjects, but that's how I felt sometimes. All right. So it's funny. So there's a, my church friend group, right? Mm-hmm. Um, originally there was uh, only two couples. Right. And then soon after there's, and there's only a, four of us single people. One person went off to SoCal for grad school. Mm-hmm. And so there's a, one less single person. One of the other single persons found a boyfriend. And so it became uh, three couples and two single guys. Okay. And so basically that's, that's pretty much how it is right now. And it's like, and so originally we were going to go and travel. Uh, and we're talking about how like, all right, everyone's probably going to be a bunking up with their spouse. Right. Or like a, most of them are married at this point. So it's like, oh, you're probably going to be with your significant other or something like that. Yeah. If we're are they your same up. age too? Yeah, they're the same age. Jeez, and they're already married? Uh, actually, one just got married this past Friday. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, no. So um, 
Yeah, so it was like very, uh, all right, so it's us two single guys. We're bunking by default. Y'all can't join our pillow fort. Why? Because we single guys. <laughs> Just get that tattooed. Like one guy gets single, and then the other guys gets guys tattooed on their chest. <laughs> and then um, there's another chat that I'm in. Like, I enjoy hanging out with this couple. They don't make me feel like I'm third wheeling, right? But I just made a chat anyways, and I changed the title, Third Wheeling. And then my friend made it clear, Jaws the Third Wheel. <laughs> That's funny. So definitely there are times where it's like we joke about it. But it's like, damn, this might be hitting closer to home with each passing year. This is starting <laughs> to hurt a little more. Yeah, I, I, I totally feel it. I, uh, me and my friend, you know, remember Will who was on the podcast? Yes, yes. I don't know if I ever told you this joke, but we used to, like, we felt like every single friend in our group had a, like, significant other except for us at a certain point, so we called ourselves the third wheelers, and we used to, like, say that reality isn't really happening, like, we're living inside of a television show, <laughs> and in the television show, me and Will are the main characters, you are all just, like, supporting cast, <laughs> and it's a, one of those terrible, like, CBS sitcoms, and so, like, anytime something would happen where, like, an event would happen, you'd be like, all right, season nine finale, let's go, you know. Um, so yeah, basically I feel it. I feel you're paid and you're not alone. <laughs> Solidarity of single people. Yeah. So I think this is random and kind of not a hundred percent related, but I just thought of it. But when I remember, I remember when I had hinge, this bugged the fuck out of me and you were talking, you said you previously complained that a lot of people seem very basic, right? Like the descriptions and their responses. Uh, Yes. So what bugged the fuck out of me was uh, like just seeing the same answer in a million different profiles and it's not like an original or creative answer. Like just seeing the same answers and the few questions that I would see the same fucking answers for. One of the questions, pet peeve. The answer, slow walkers. It's never bothered me. A slow walkers never bothered me. You just walk the fuck around them. It's easy. And then just every fucking girl puts slow walkers. And I'd say at a certain point, I just had to wonder, how is this? bothering every girl it just drove me up the fucking wall have you seen that answer <laughs> might just be me i'm not sure if i have seen that answer but to be honest like the first thing that comes to mind where somebody says slow walkers is like what bothers them i'm like i'm pretty sure you're not that important where you need to be somewhere first yeah like totally. it gave me a very stuck up personality and i'm like it might be a red flag like one of those weird things where it's like i don't like this guy why I don't know, something about his nose. In this case, it's like, well, I didn't like this, uh, this one girl. I don't know, something about like the way she, like one small pet peeve is really that annoying. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those lead follower, get out the way kind of douchebag mentalities, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's very, the options are very simple. Why are you making a big deal about this? Yeah. I don't really quite understand, but teach their own pass. Yeah, another answer, this one might be more common, but... So every girl loved tacos. They would bring up tacos in some capacity on their profile. Oh my gosh, that's so true. I've seen that so often. It's like, does every girl like burritos? Is it just me? How about burrito bowls? Maybe. <laughs> no. It has to be tacos. I mean, I love tacos, but why? What genetic component of a female makes them love tacos? I don't know. Um, and then the other thing was, there's a question on Hinge. At least there was when I was on it. Uh, was uh, where to find me at the party? Any guesses what that answer would be? The punch bowl or the dog? Yes, the dog. <laughs> Oh, not the, I didn't see the punch bowl so much, but yeah, next to the dog, looking for the dog. Every goddamn answer. Get fucking original, girls. Jesus. Look, it's funny. All right. So uh, every time I'd be at a party, right, and if somebody did have an animal, 
like there's for sure my friends I know would definitely be at the animal if there was a party. Mm-hmm. But then when girls always, when I see that common answer, I'm like, I know their personalities are like that. And I've met some people who's written down their profiles, but they're definitely not like that in real life. Mm. And so I'm like, so it's just really going back on your point. I'm like, yeah, you guys are kind of damn in a dozen basic bitches. Yeah. It's like, they don't have a person, like a lot of, not all girls. I'm not making a generalization. People who are going to be triggered with this next statement, but a lot of people don't have original personality. So they just kind of like say the hacky answer that everyone says. So yeah. It goes back to, I think I've said it before in the previous, in our previous dating apps uh, segments where a lot of girls are saying, yeah, no, uh, who can watch uh, friends or office? Those two common answers. I'm like, they're funny. I really do enjoy it from time to time. Of course, it's very easy to play the background. Uh, but really, is it really like your personality? Like if I were to go off on a whole entire office thing in a chat, or are we going to kick it, hit it off? Or are you going to think I'm shallow and I'm one-sided and I don't have much of a personality because you freaking blatantly posted that on your profile? <laughs> like, yeah. help me help you here. <laughs> it's another, yeah, that's, that's a very good point. And another thing similar like The Office and shows like that, like how many girls love Friends? Girls love the show Friends and they love tacos. Oh my gosh. You've noticed that too? <laughs> I think that's like an SF thing, like strictly, I mean, it could probably extend out to the Bay, but like, I see a lot of them, they tend to be in SF. Like they're, they're going to have the Dolores Park picture. They're going to have something involving like on a boat, <laughs> tacos, friends. And I'm just like, alrighty. If I don't see Greek letters to a sorority in some of your pictures, I will be at this point very impressed. Are <laughs> you doing some type of day club, drinking in some capacity? At this point, I will just be all right. You're different enough. Yeah, I should clarify. Were you thinking of the TV show Friends? Because that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I'm thinking of the TV show Friends. Okay, yeah, because every I remember I told a girl I was like that '70s show is way better than Friends, and she like it was like I just like killed her cat or something like that. she's like so fucking Bro, dude, no people fight you to the death for that like when yeah. the uh friends pop-up thing opened up i'm like cool it's something for friends fans glad y'all going to be enjoying this and uh this pop-up thing isn't it like off of netflix like at the end of this year too no i think they've been off of netflix oh this is going to be end off this year oh, okay well either way yeah <laughs> actually funny enough started watching the office i'm season three midway through so far, what do you think? Liking it, yeah. So, yeah. I, what's the moral of the story? I'm a basic bitch. I hate on basic bitches, but apparently, I'm a basic bitch because I'm watching The Office right now. And I mean, like, it's a it's, a, it's a enjoyable show. It's easy to play. Any kind of comedy like that, uh, Office, Parks and Rec, Friends, um, Community. It's very easy stuff where it's like, all right, I'm gonna hop in in uh, season three, episode twenty-two, because why? Well, I have nothing better to do. I'm eating these spaghettios before I go out. <laughs> need to yeah. do something real quick i think it's good background noise too if you're like don't if you're working on something you need to focus on but you kind of just want background noise you know it's pleasant it's like you're not going to be it's not like watching hannibal with people getting their limbs chopped off <laughs> yeah well hannibal also is like a very like psychoanalytical thing so it yeah. requires a little bit more attention so it's like all right 
not necessarily that, but hey, it's something where I've seen it before, so I know what's going on, so I don't have to pay attention, but if something does catch my attention, it's I'm going to get a good 30 seconds and go back to work. Yeah, I feel it. So going back to our main theme of the podcast, I just have one last thing. Do you have a few other things you want to bring up? I don't want to run over your time. Not sure if I'm an Asian guy, which makes it a little bit harder. But definitely, statistically, Asian guys do have it harder. With that said, dating apps suck. <laughs> Actually, no, the premise of this entire show at this point, changing my tone, really is just me being jaded to vent. Of my experiences, round 3, 10, 20, 15, 7 of using dating apps again. And just, yeah, nothing's changed. Nothing's yep. changed at all. You feel better venting about it at least. <laughs> There's a pro. I'm gonna take a long ass nap after this. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna do. Yeah. Well, what's that, what was I gonna say? I have one question. Um, so your bio, I know you said you had a friend audited and like he said it's like the perfect kind of things you would want to include, pictures and bio wise, but um do you like one thing that I used to do is like I used to so like I mentioned, if you kinda Sometimes you feel like you have to dumb down your interest to like appeal to more people. Whereas, you know, if you mention something that you're like really specifically interested in that not many people like, it's kind of like, you just feel like it'll fall on deaf ears. Do you ever, like what I used to do is I kind of would kind of pepper in like just one or two things I was really passionate about. So when you found the one person who was into that, it would be like a gold mine and then kind of include the more basic stuff. So that catches their eyes too. Do you do like a mix of that or what's like, what's your, what's going on with your bio? I'll read this. Um, and so I, I will preface this much is, is that like definitely when I list certain things out, it becomes like I have to, I feel like I have to balance it out to say like, oh, I'm a roundabout person. Like I have different interests. I'm not just this stereotype. Um, because like the thing is, is that with dating profiles, it's a resume. They only see a glimpse of it. And so a lot of people, I'll bet you anybody here, somebody at some point had said, I wish they would take a more of a bigger look at my whole entire resume application as opposed to just my resume kind of thing, you yeah. know, like, or college applications. It's like, okay, well not just my scores, but I wish they knew more about me before they accept me or reject me from college. Yeah. Same thing with dating apps. And so when I write it, it's like, all right, I got to figure out balance. And so here it goes. I am a puppy lover. I make amazing hot cocoa, a foodie with trash standards, and needing a haircut during these shelter during the shelter in place thing i like watching movies but i also enjoy gymming basketball biking and hiking i'm a big geek on comic stuff silly board games and a big la sports fan i do have a severe weakness for anything oreo related i love exploring new places and currently making plans to visit japan again i appreciate when my date is genuine kind honest and values their faith yeah that's solid i think so I think that is interesting about the Christian thing because I have never do you feel like that is a stigma that like some girls see the faith thing and they're like ah swipe left you know like just instantly because they're like well I'm not religious they're religious this isn't going to work yeah, so that's the thing is where it's like for me it's like I would honestly prefer the person is Christian because then it's like shared belief shared faith it's a little bit easier to understand certain things right so like let's say um, okay so you're into a lot of rock-esque music right and mm -hmm. Christine isn't so much into rock ass because a lot of it's like, all right, I got to really explain show to you uh, before you can understand. Whereas like immediately when you're talking to me, right? Boom. It's easier to understand. Um, other thing is political beliefs, obviously like not exactly. I don't 
really necessarily care if a person has the same political beliefs as me. But just an example, like, all right, if the person both were on the same spectrum, a liberal or conservative, it's easier to make plan things, especially like how to bring up your kids in the future, right? Yeah. Um, so that's why like faith is is pretty important to me. And that's the thing is that with the Christian label, it, it becomes very muddled because some people may say, oh yeah, I'm Christian. So uh, do you ever go to church or like, what do you think about God or Jesus in general? I think they're good philosophies. Hmm. Okay. Do you know what a religion is? <laughs> do you yeah, know, know what it means? We know how Ja feels about philosophy too. <laughs> I know. I've, like the general concept of like, do you, do you, do you understand? They're organized religion. What? It's a legit the, thing. Yeah. Like, it's like, eh, I'm, or like when people say like, I'm spiritual, but then like, okay. The second one, somebody says I'm spiritual. I'm like, all right, you believe in Zodiac signs, <laughs> essential oils, meditation, and rocks will give you energy. Yeah, I never got that. Yeah, I get that same vibe, but it's like, I haven't met that many people who, I don't know, spiritual just sounds weird. Like, it's not like you believe in ghosts, but you don't believe in religion. I don't know. It's weird. It's, it is a little weird. And so it's like, I've, I talked to somebody who was, at a former coworker uh, when I was working at Monster. She was, uh, she was into tarot cards and like gems. She was like, these gems I brought to work because it really helps me put, send the mood, puts my mind right in the right place. And like, I watch tarot cards and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to you outside of work. <laughs> or at work, really, if I have to. Oh, actually, I really hated talking to her at work, too. She was very difficult to work with. But um, Was she the one with – I think you might have described her to me, but I don't want to get too specific. I'm sure she doesn't listen, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> oh, and She's definitely a person that was like, I think we should do this. And I'm like, the boss, I'm pretty sure, does not want you to do that. <laughs> it's going to be very <laughs> upset if you do that. Well, then you should let her do it so then she does it, the boss gets pissed and she gets fired. <laughs> I ended up just taking over the meeting. I just completely overruled her. But um, Nice. That's what you should put on your uh, Coffee Meets Bagel. Do it like a cover letter. Be like one of those really abstract ones where you just describe a scenario and like try to assert yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It's like, I, oh, yeah, no, girls like coffins. I got confidence right there. No. Um, where am I going with this? I don't remember anymore. I don't know. I think... Yeah, I feel like we've pretty explored this pretty well. I think. My- oh yeah, no, no, sorry, sorry. I remember yeah. the point. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So some people, it's very, it's like, they have very degrees of Christianity, right? So then it becomes like, okay, well now I gotta figure out where you stand on this. Not only that, but then it's like, all right, I don't think some of you guys really understand what that label. It's like for a lot of people who may be of Jewish descent or of uh, of Asian descent. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy for people to say, oh, yeah, I, I'm Jewish, ethnically or religiously, because that's actually very different now, because ethnically, it's like, well, okay, so you're uh, people from, uh, of like the people, I might be butchering this, but like from Israel of that descent. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Or it's like, oh, no, I believe in the Torah. I believe in, I, I celebrate Hanukkah. Mm. Those are two very different things when people say they're Jewish yeah. nowadays. Next is where Asian is like, oh, you're Asian. So you're automatically Buddhist, right? Because you have the uh, the shrine with the fruits honoring your ancestors. People have uh, assumed that about you? No, no, oh, it's easy for people to assume like Chinese or like people of Asian descent to be a Buddhist religion. 
But then a lot of like, when you meet a lot of Asian, especially Asian Americans, it's like, oh, are you Buddhist? Yes. Okay, so do you do the whole fruit thing and stuff like that for your ancestors? No, I only say I'm Buddhist because my parents told me I'm Buddhist, so therefore I'm Buddhist. <laughs> so it, it's a lot like that going through it. And it's like, all right, we're going to have problems pretty soon. <laughs> That's interesting, yeah. I never, I never really like looked at religion as a big thing. But obviously religion is more important to you specifically when looking at somebody, but I feel like it never, I guess the thing that like bugged me more, and this is going to make me sound super shell, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, being a guy in his early twenties when I was on the dating apps, I would generally be downloading Tinder for uh, <clears throat> one night stands hookups. Um, and slut. <laughs> you know, it, and uh, yeah, a lot of times I feel like bios that I would see, like, see the pictures be like okay looks cool then scroll down okay sounds pretty chill sounds like a nice person then the last thing uh devoted you know follower of christ no one night stands <laughs> like god damn it <laughs> uh, so um i don't know where i'm going with that but i guess it's just that uh life is life is weird these are strange times and uh i guess my general thing is you know everyone's going through what you're going through um if that makes it seem more relatable and that um that when you when i think when you have the when you least expect it something good comes that's what i'd say joe Vince, this nightmare will never end i will die single and hopelessly alone hold me want me to hook <laughs> i could try to hook you up with a friend <laughs> oh my gosh all right no i'll be honest i'm not against it at this point and to our fellow listeners if y'all want to recommend anybody to me and not i'm just saying this out here not against it send your resumes to john ma (laughs) here's my linkedin profile linkedin.com slash shoot i don't remember the full url anyways (laughs) somebody's probably following me on social media share that we're good um better going with this yeah so i've definitely done the whole dating friends thing and i've definitely done the whole friends friends thing no luck so all I want to say is, not against it, but I also have a terrible track record. <laughs> well, like I said, when you least expect it, something good comes. And I think the fact that we just widened our entire audience, which is, you know, the millions out there to, uh, you know, recommend people to you, I think you're set, Josh. <laughs> hey, all, I, all it takes is one, right? All you yeah. need is just one. I used to say the exact same thing when I had an app or was looking for a job. So that's going to, I think that should be our final note. All you need is one. <laughs> All you need is one. So anyways, to our very, very loyal listeners, and hopefully we grow sometime soon. Um, no, I am so jaded, but at the end of the day, whatever happens, happens. And it really only takes just one or never. But that said. <laughs> or just one. <laughs> or just one. Really, it all takes is one. With that said, thank you for listening to the Underpaid and Underqualified podcast show. Is there anything else you want to finish up with, Vince? Uh, nope, that's it. <laughs> All right, stay safe, wear a mask. Uh, yeah, bye. Yep. <laughs>